Hey, good morning, everybody. Today we have Jessica on the show with us. How's it going, Jessica? Hey, man, it's going good. I'm over here caffeinated. Apparently, we're matchy match. So that was cute. Yeah. I got that memo. <laughs> what are you drinking this morning? I am drinking a cold brew with moon milk from Summer Moon. This is not Starbucks. It looks tricky. It's not. Not that basic. Not today. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds uh, really good. Starbucks, it is. Uh, so, no, moon. Summer Moon is a roaster here in Austin, and they actually oak roast their beans. So they are really interesting flavor profile. I have been a fan of them since the beginning, and uh, I think they had to shut down their points program for me when I when I won multiple T-shirts with the addiction that I have to their coffee. And, uh, you know, marketing works on me. So when they told me that their moon milk was made of unicorn milk, I was like, what? It is magical. So if you're ever in Austin, go get yourself a summer moon with moon milk. That sounds good to me. Dad, could you just send some my way? I don't know. Can iced Actually, coffee hold up know, over UPS if we just put it in a bag and express it? <laughs> I can I can. You send me some business, I'll send you some coffee. How about that? All right. Sounds Sa good. Sales girl. Sales I got girl. you. Sales girl business. Yeah. So yeah. Jessica's actually the first salesperson we've technically had on the show. But I feel like so much of what you do is marketing. So mm -hmm. I think it would be really interesting to talk about some of those things. Obviously, I don't want to give away your secret sauce. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot that people could learn about your process and really how you've built your brand. Yeah. So I have a, I have a battle in front of me for the services that we bring to market, which is IT. And it is the most horrifyingly cringiest, boring service that you can possibly imagine. And everyone has the same words. And so two years ago, when we decided to go through a major refresh with our brand, one of the things that we wanted to mindfully incorporate was how can we show that humans come first and that we're not just a bunch of robots doing tech speak, saying the same things because our service stack is the same. And so we have to say similar messages because we can't get creative with that. So how can we get creative with our branding? And that is what kind of inspired the Transic brand. I, you're right. Um, I am a salesperson, but I lead with the brand and marketing. So some days I kind of question myself, what came first, Trinsic or Jessica? What's the brand? Is it Jessica? Is it Trinsic? I, I don't really know some days, but I think that Consumers want to feel connected to a message and a lot of small businesses lose the opportunity to create that message and that experience within their brand. And I, for one, as a consumer, I will spend extra money on an experience because of their execution with, with their brand. And I value that. I have been known to go and wait in line at a shop that was on Queer Eye 
in Austin for 50 minutes for a freaking donut that was okay because the brand was so amazing. And then I spent another $35 on a t-shirt, which makes me part of their brand messaging everywhere I go. But I'm totally a slave to it because they kill it with their branding. Unfortunately, their product doesn't match the brand excellence. And that's where you've really got to be careful. You've, you've got to marry the two, right? And I think that that's kind of the challenge when it comes to um, making brand cohesive with operations and sales. All those departments really got to understand each other. They've got to speak the same language. They've got to use the same terminology and they have to share the same vision to make it really successful within an organization. And that takes an enormous amount of mindfulness and execution. What are some of the secrets to merging the two? Finding that balance. Um, you know, it's tricky. Um, you have to have buy-in from all the different departments. You have to educate everyone in their speak. Each department has such different motivations for what drives their uh, motivation to excel with customer service. So on the front end, sales, the reason that we care about a great client experience is very different motivators than why an account manager on the inside would care or an operations person would care or even a technologist would care. And so how do you create internal messaging that speaks to each one of those values internally and speaks to them and says, the reason that we come to market and we say these words or we provide these images is because our customer responds to it in a positive way. And when they have buy-in to our brand and they they appreciate the narrative or they feel like we're a champion for them, then maybe because we're human and we make a mistake because it's going to happen, we have relationship currency. And then we can continue to keep a client engaged and not have churn as quickly. Because if you have no relationship currency, you're just going to churn customers as soon as something gets sticky or icky. But if you've built a strategic brand and you've built that message, you've built that narrative and everywhere your customer turns, they're in the target aisle where everything is so pleasing, right? And they're just kind of guided down that path. That's the goal. But I'll tell you, we have not quite achieved it. I mean, it's a long game, but that's how you, I'm learning as I'm going through this exercise that I have to speak to the heart of each department and then figure out how to educate them on it. So I'm doing that over videos, presentations. I'm sharing with them um, my sales presentations so they can kind of see how I engage with a prospect, just getting really creative. And so they can see what does it look like? How are people responding to it so that they can see the value of it? Yeah, one thing that's run true throughout all of these interviews, we've primarily talked with people in marketing agencies or who had mm -hmm. their marketing department. And the one yeah. thing that everybody says is the most difficult thing, but the most important thing is building that trust with the client because that leads to the retention and also it leads to better results. 
you know, a lot of these efforts, whether it's SEO, whether it's building a brand, they take three or four months to really ensure that they're where you want them to be. But mm-hmm. if you if you try to rush that process or you try to change that process along the way because you're not seeing an immediate result, you know, that's going to hinder how it's going to look in the end and your end result. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. It's a it's a low, it's a long and slow game. Also, if you move too quickly, I think that people think you're trying to bamboozle them into believing something. And so you have to be really careful of the strategy that you implement. But I also think that it depends on the vertical that you're in because the buyer may expect a fast process in some industries. My particular industry is a longer sales cycle. It's a longer onboarding cycle. So we have a longer relationship cycle as well. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Thank you. It's allergy season in Michigan. (laughs) In Texas, it's allergy season every single day. So we just. It's like a hundred degrees. You guys have to. I I don't know. I haven't been out to work. I haven't been outside. I'm inside with my AC at 68. And so that's why I'm wearing my little, my little fall sweater stuff because I decided on Monday, I was like, you know what today is it's fall and I'm going to dress like it's fall, (laughs) even if it's not actually fall, because I think I'm just going to will it into existence. That's what I decided here. It's 80 in Michigan. I'm like, Uh it's September. What the hell is this? (laughs) It needs to cool off of it. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm my brother. He called me. He's in at Fort Campbell, and he's like, "Jesse, it's sixty degrees all day." I'm like, "Shut up! Nobody needs to hear you bragging about how amazing it is. I just want to wear a sweater outside. That's all I want." It's sweater <laughs> weather. That's why they. That's why they made the song. I don't know. I don't know. We're getting ripped off. It's probably not going to happen till October, but. Ooh. Whatever. Ooh. Whatever. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack. It's okay. I'm sure everyone wants to hear about our weather. Absolutely. I don't understand how you guys do it in Texas because I would never be able to make it even one day. I think I spent a weekend down there once and it was the biggest struggle of my life. It's tough. Um, I don't know how I make it some days either. I do complain quite a bit. Um, and I also definitely pump the ac ridiculously low i actually grew up my parents are weird hippies and so we grew up in austin in a farmhouse this is like some really country stuff um like it was 1900 without central air so i literally grew up in texas without central air i could not put my makeup on before i left the house because it would just melt off of my face so now I only have the AC on 68 or 69. <laughs> Hence the reason I wear sweaters in my house. Is that why you got into sales? So you could escape that life and pay for central air? Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Also, I love shiny stuff. No, the reason <laughs> that I got into sales was totally unintentional. I am actually not a salesperson. I am an operations person. Um, sales by accident. I got pregnant with my son. He's turned five this or six this year. 
And I got laid off from my corporate job. I'd always been an ops manager, managing, you know, teams of 500 people, multiple states, ops, 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 since I was 17. And then all of a sudden, here I am, 30s, knocked up, no job. What am I going to do? No one will hire me. And I showed up to a chamber event and I said, Hi, I'm Jessica. I know a lot of things. Maybe I can help your small businesses. And I started doing the most random projects. I actually started um, my first gig, which I didn't know how to price myself. I didn't know anything about anything, but I did a little book on it. It was for a wedding venue and it was for brides that were staying at the wedding venue. And it was like cool stuff to do when you're in Austin because I love coffee. I love coffee shops and I love restaurants. And at the time before we had Kit, our son, we would always be at the coolest hole in the wall places. Right. And so I wrote a little book um, of all the cool places to hit up when you're in town and like eat like a local basically. And I sold that book to the venue so that they could print it and have it as a gift for the folks who stayed there. And that was my first sale, I guess. And then um, my official first sales job, I was seven months pregnant and I was cold calling and I went into labor my last shift, but dang it, I was their top salesperson in a week. And um, yeah, my water broke my last shift and that's a fun story. So if you want to know that story, hit me up on LinkedIn. Okay. There's my little, there you go. And I'll tell it to you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Um, so Jessica and I have known each other for a bit now. And I have to say, uh, we'll talk on the phone and stuff. And Byron, uh, your son will pop up in the background. And it makes my time. It just makes my day every single time it happens. He's he's going to be such a cool person when he grows older. Like He's going to do so many great things. He, he is a little entrepreneur. I mean, his little uh, lemonade stand was pretty cool. He definitely has some skills. And I guess working from home during COVID, he set up a little box next to my computer. And he had his the box kind of like laying down. So he had a fake keyboard. And he would put on a pair of glasses like me. And he'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he'd pretend to talk on the phone. And he would be typing. And, and he's like... Mama, I have to work. I have to do more work now. And so I guess maybe he learned some sales skills as he was working during early COVID times because he was stuck at home with me. But he is a he is a sassy sass. And uh, I regret my life choices as a younger adult um, being sassy <laughs> because they are they are here to catch me painfully through my child. <laughs> also, Full disclosure, he is a ginger and oh my goodness, he lives up to his, he lives up to the standard of that 1000%, 1000%. Oh my gosh. I don't know if that's a rabbit hole I want to go down. <laughs> no, but it's just, it's a truth bomb. I was like, I didn't know that existed. It's totally true. It's totally true. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't realize that either. We're all, yeah. we all we're all Italians in the family. So that's about it. His great grandmothers were redheads. And so it skipped like an entire generation. So he is the only redhead. And he 
he lives it to the best of his ability and he does a good job that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) so i want to pivot back a little bit before i forget so you're talking a little bit about um, how much you love coffee you started going down that rabbit hole and Um, kind of about your unique experience getting into sales so mm -hmm. one of the things that you've done very successfully is you've built this very unique brand around yourself Mm. you know that's made you very makes you very enjoyable to talk you know you're a very enjoyable person to talk to period but you know just there's an additional layer to get those appointments in Uh, So what are some of the things that you've done that sets you apart from other salespeople that you've seen really work for you in building your personal brand? Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of hard for me to hash out what came first, Jessica or Trinsic brand, because they're so kind of entrenched. But I think the things that I do is that when because my heart is in operations, I decided that when an opportunity came to me to be in sales, I was not going to be the douchey, sleazy, disgusting salesperson ruining operations life because that is the normal experience in corporate. There's always this like huge kind of like resentment between operations and sales because sales is selling unicorn ops is mad because they don't make unicorns. They don't exist. And then sales is like, you didn't, you didn't supply a unicorn. I lost a deal. My commission got revoked. It's just this horrible, vicious cycle. And a lot of it is because the vision isn't shared right between departments, but there's also a little healthy tension that probably should exist between ops and sales, to be honest. Um, but I knew I was not going to be that girl. I was not going to do it. And one of the books that really inspired my path of sales that keeps me grounded in my way of selling and it, and it keeps me authentic, I think, in, in my eyes, Um is the book by Bob Berg called uh, The Go-Giver. So my vision for my sales process is that we as a sales organization, and I say we, but it's just me right now, really, in our organization, but we are a relationship funnel. And every time I engage with a client, I think, how can my network serve you? How can I bring my network of value to my community? And how can we use that strategically to grow the footprint of our business and our brand? Because our brand is a human-centric brand. My brand is a brand of community and connection. And, you know, (laughs) this is kind of just a a funny little thought that goes back to the coffee. When I was 16, um, I was in 4-H country, country life, right? As I'm wearing my flannel and and being a country bumpkin, but um, I was, I always ran for office in 4-H. I was like president, vice president and all this stuff, you know, spoke a lot. But I remember making a conscious decision at like 16 that I had to learn how to drink black coffee because adults who had conversations about important things drank coffee. It's like a conversation of community. It's a tool that people use to come together and and talk about things that are important or build community, right? It's like a, it's a community builder, right? 
coffee shops build community. You meet people like it's, it's this whole culture. And I said, I'm going to learn how to drink black coffee. And so at that time, I didn't realize that you could have fun coffee. And so I just drank disgusting Folgers coffee. And I was like, ah, yes, coffee. Ugh, disgusting. Um, but I made that decision because I saw the value in that. And I wanted to just, I've known from a long time ago that one of the things that I can do is I, I'm a connector of people. I'm not a, a romantic matchmaker. I've tried. I would love to do that. I feel like there's way more money in that if you're really good at it. Um, <laughs> but sadly, I cannot do that. Um, so I will just connect people with their businesses. And so I have a very keen sense in remembering talents and interests that people have or just cool things. And I'm like, oh, I feel like your business could use this thing and you could do this. And I'm an idea kind of creative person. And I've put that unique offering into my sales process intentionally. So our magic with Trinsic is our Trinsic Insider experience. And it is basically a consulting engagement that we go through with any new prospect. And our vision is to understand them operationally. No IT company wants to understand how you actually work. They just want to know what tech you work with so they can check the boxes and charge you for it. I want to understand, why do you use Google Docs? Is it because every single customer that you do business with uses Google and that's the best way to communicate with them? Or is it because your CEO just really only likes Google? You know, there's two different reasons for that. So why? Let's get curious about how you engage with technology. And during those conversations, we're, we're, we're really listening to our customer. Like, do you, are you going to grow in the next six months? Do you need to meet an HR consultant? Are you needing more data? Maybe do you need marketing services? Like who is it in my network that would be valuable to you? And then making warm introductions so that their business can grow and thrive, but it's through Trinsic and through our community. And that has served us really well. And it's super fun for me. Um, I've indirectly kind of accidentally become a top salesperson for a few different tools just because I love using them or I love the founders of them because I think they're doing cool stuff. And then I talk about it and then they get leads. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's nice, you know? So I think it's about building community and reading the go-giver. Um, that is the selling style. It's building community authentically, always providing what you have, not just looking in it. What's what's in it for me? How can I make the next dollar? Because no one wants to give to you when that's your mentality. Yeah, I want to plug... Um a program that you introduced me to, you know, going on an earlier point, I think it's very valuable for anybody listening. Uh, mm. I started using bridge. Is it mm. bridge.io? It's a yeah. very cool um, introduction platform that allows you to introduce people within your network and mm -hmm. vice versa. You can receive those introductions. You can rank them. Um, mm -hmm. And I've gotten business through that. So I think it's a very, cool. very good platform anybody listening. I love it. 
because it also sends out an automatic reminder said, how did, how did that introduction yeah. to so-and-so go? And then you look like a freaking bomb superstar remembering to follow up on introductions, but really it's just a system. <laughs> yep. It's just to remind you to do it. Yes. And it's cool too, because it shows you how many introductions you've done. So you can track like how many times I've introduced you to someone. It's cool. It's, it is definitely a good little startup and I love using it too. My friend, Jeff actually introduced me to that. And he's someone that I admire for his networking capabilities as well. So very cool tool. Glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. Yeah. And I would also, you know, Art, your CEO, I'm sure would agree that you're the brand, you know, it's your, it's your brand that you created over there. So, you know, it's very cool to see all the work that you're doing and see, you know, what sorts of things that you're implementing into your brand every single week. It feels like you're coming up with something new every day. So, you know, it's a pleasure knowing you. uh, I can't wait to have a team that I can come up with all the ideas and be like, go execute, go execute. Yeah. I'm like, when that day comes, I'll be so happy. Um, Because coming up with cool ideas is so much fun. I would say one of my new most favorite things that I'm using right now is Koya which a friend of mine, um, well, a couple friends, they own, they are the creators of the product. And it's a video messaging tool where you can give gift cards, or you can share links, and it's just a nice little way to engage with customers or prospects in an unexpected format. Um, I also do, I, I send like snail mail collateral, which is always very unexpected in technology. And It's fun because I will, if I'm not touching base with someone, I'll just be like, well, screw it. I'll send them a postcard and then they get the postcard in the mail. And it's another touch. That's just part of a cadence of touches. And they'll call me like, oh my gosh, I got that postcard. It's so nice. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Awesome. I didn't have to think about you this week, but you still got communication from me. And that was a touch point. And I love that. Um, And it, people are just always so amused that a tech company is sending out snail mail. So it's like a little unexpected, but I will tell you, oh, favorite, favorite marketing thing I've done is my little viewfinders for an event that I put my deck on. I think that is like one of the most fun things I've done recently. Um, So yeah, quirky, different, unexpected, always looking for that. So if you anyone out there listening has cool little unexpected tools that they've just found to be so charming and interesting, hit me up because I love that kind of stuff. I will listen to anybody. And if you're the, if you're the creator of it, OMG, call me. I definitely want to know you. Yeah. Shout out to our friend April with send out cards. She does amazing, amazing work. Great brownies. Um, while we're talking about it, I'm going to plug our networking event. So Jessica and I host a week, a bi-weekly networking event called Connect Over Coffee. It's part of the reason Mm -hmm. why I called the show Marketing and Coffee. You know, it just kind of played into what we were doing over there. So, um, you know, we lead a pretty good conversation every week. We have very good business owners, you know, very knowledgeable people who come in and are always looking to network. So, all that information's yeah. on our website. It's going to be in the description as well. Yeah, definitely come hang out with us. Always good folks. I'm good always fun. so pleased to see the community that we have and how supportive they are of each other. 
it's it's lovely to see. So Jessica, if people want to learn more about you or want to talk to you, where can they find you? Well, you better, you better follow me on LinkedIn because I do post kind of fun stuff. Um, I, I, sometimes I get creative and I do some fun memes. So if you want to see fun IT stuff, follow me on LinkedIn. Also, I'm always down for virtual coffee. So, um, I will have my calendar link as well. So book time with me. Our website is TrinsicTech.com. So if you're looking for IT services, a cool thing that Trinsic does outside of managed IT services for your business is that we own and operate our own cloud because being a tech company in today's modern world was just not hard enough. We're not, we're totally paranoid and we're like, hey, big tech is gross. We're going to do our own thing. And so if you're looking for a small business to host your cool app or your platform or your software with, I'd love to talk to you. Or if you just want some strategy for your IT roadmap for your business. Um, I talk a lot about cybersecurity, cyber resilience for your business, and how to keep your doors open because there are a ton of threats and small businesses are absolutely the targets for those. So you are not too small. You are not too small. Do not trick yourself into thinking it. I will tell you otherwise. Please don't lie to yourself. And uh, I can't wait to make some new friends. So, Andrew, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me on the podcast. And it was it was cool hanging out. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're doing Connect Over Coffee. Hopefully, we'll see some of you guys soon. It's a pleasure talking with you always. Thank you for taking the time today. Um, I feel like we should do one of these podcasts every day just so we can catch up. Um, <laughs> give us an excuse to get away from, you know, from the sales grind and the marketing grind. But, you know, I really yes. appreciate you taking the time and sharing so much with us. You know, I feel like listeners Absolutely. got a lot from this episode. So I hope so. And, you know, P.S., I'm always happy to just brainstorm with folks. I, I don't uh, hold back. So if you want opinions, folks, I got them. I will share my opinions and my feedback on stuff. I love it. So I'm always happy to do a little creative brainstorming session. And as Andrew knows, the more I know about you, the more I can introduce you to folks in my network. Um, And I love doing that. It is literally my most favorite thing besides making money. Awesome. Let's I end it there. Bougie. I got to take him to the resort, mm. man. This child Gucci is Crocs. like. Gucci, Gucci I know, well, Crocs. <laughs> no, his new thing is I need a Tesla. I need the $95 Tesla, which is the $95,000 Tesla. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you need to go get yourself a job. Okay. I almost like, spilled my coffee all over the screen. He's not even kidding. He's like, I need that Tesla in red. And then every oh, time man. he sees a red Tesla, he's like, bro, bro, why do you have that Tesla? He's like mad because it's not his. <laughs> oh, my God. So one Thank day you. he's going to get into like a verbal assault in a parking lot. Bro, <laughs> bro, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> 